Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the manga and anime worlds. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Rock. Rock, welcome back, buddy. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back, uh, especially for this episode, because we are going to be talking about Shonen Jump's newest manga that's called Beat and Motion by Naoki Fujita. And I like having you here for this particular episode because Beat and Motion has a very interesting ba- uh, story of wh- how it happened. Um, and I, I know I specifically told you over DMs that when I told you, hey, we're going to review Beat and Motion, don't look yeah. it up. Because I got an interesting story that will especially catch your interest, Rock. Nice. So, but before we get into that, uh, I'm going to do some quick housekeeping. As always, you can follow the features and reviews that Rock and I do over on ConquerRevolution.com. And over on ConquerRevolution.com, Rock and I have really been trying to beef up our manga coverage, especially. So uh, we're, we're going testing some stuff out where we're doing review, still reviews for chapters, but we're also doing specific spotlights for like events that are happening on chapters. So we're kind of altering our review coverage and doing more spotlighting if major things are happening or a major character appears or does something so check that our coverage on the manga industry there and you can also check out our coverage on the concrete industry there as well and you can follow uh, all the updates on the concrete revolution website as well on twitter and, and at cd revolution and you can follow all the latest updates on the manga revolution podcast where we post on twitter as well of like our episodes and whenever we have new articles on manga related stuff at the manga podcast on Twitter. And then you can follow me on Twitter at uh, the Kevin Lioness there. And also on Instagram at the Kevin Lioness as well. Uh, Rock, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram, both at rock with two K's revolution. Awesome. Well, like I mentioned before, um, today we're going to be reviewing beat and motion by Naoki Fujita and rock. This is going to catch your interest because Naoki Fujita has no pub- uh, publishing history at whatsoever before publishing Beat Emotion. And that is because Fujita actually had a different path to becoming a mangaka where he was the winner of Shonen Jump's battle audition show that was called Million Tag in tw- at the end of 2021. And uh, Rock, d- did you ever hear about uh, Million Tag? No. So yeah, so Million Tag was an eight episode YouTube exclusive on Shonen Jump's YouTube channel that had six teams where like a manga create like a new manga creator was paired up with a, a Suisha manga editor and they competed in four challenges with the winner winning fi- 5 million yen, which equates to about thir- uh, uh, over $36,000 uh, US dollars. And then they would also get a greenlit anime for on that would premiere on Netflix. Oh. And they would also, along with getting their manga uh, pitch serialized and a promise of at least one volume collected. Wow. That's so, yeah. Good. So so this is a competition that Fujita won. And you'll like this is that some of the judges on this was Chainsaw Man's creator Tatsuki Fujimoto, Hell, mm-hmm. Hell's Paradise, Yuji Kaku, and Netflix producer Kohei Obara. Mm. And specifically, Fujita won this competition. And you guess and guess who he was paired with? Who? He was paired with Chainsaw Man and Spy X family editor uh, <laughs> Shihei Lin. So uh, like he uh, has uh, he has a wow. connection to the stuff that wow. you really like. So uh, Shihei Lin uh, is oh. the editor for Chainsaw Man and Spy X family, along with a bunch of others. But right. I thought you would like that factoid wow. as well. So that's and that pretty, he that's a pretty yeah. good person to get paired up with, huh? <laughs> yeah. And uh, like I said, like I said before, like what there was four challenges, and the final challenge oh. was just just specifically by Fujimoto, Kaku, and then the Netflix producer Obata. So wow, so that's, so that's cool. who he that's who he had to get past <laughs> and judge and said wow. that, and he would get greenlit. And like I mentioned before, he did win the five million yen, which equates to 
a little over $36,000 US. And then uh, the Beat and Motion already has greenlit to be an anime that will stream exclusively globally on Netflix. So, oh, wow, really? So, How about yeah. That? So, so that was part of the competition. So, so he, this was a very good, good one for him. And like I said, he has no history whatsoever as a manga before this. In incredible yeah so if you yeah so if you and you could actually watch this on on uh shonen jumps youtube channel uh um there it's like eight episodes uh they're like you could find a a list and you could just search million tag Mm -hmm. Uh, there's like a couple trailers to it and then um and then a recap they have like a recap episode where it recaps the entire thing but right but it was eight episodes um and they do some funny things because they try and keep the Mangaka's faces uh, blurred, oh, and they do some blurred. stuff like you. I think you've seen how like they yeah. don't use the they use like cartoonish yes. I- images of yeah. Mangaka on like when they publish their quotes and stuff. Right. They do something similar where they they have those pop up on their faces and stuff like that. And uh, that's cool. They keep their identity like identities kind of secret. Yeah, yeah, that's. But cool. if but if you know what faces they use on like the Shonen Jump, right. like uh, edit, like what is it, publishers' uh, quotes and whatever, yep. they use mm-hmm. those those on the on the video. Okay, that's so. neat. Wow, that's a heck of a, a of yeah. an award to win, huh, man? Yeah, Get the yeah, so it was like there. a nice little <laughs> nice little competition. They basically turned a uh, they anime tournament arc into real life that's <laughs> for Magicus. <cool. laughs> that is very cool. I dig it. Yeah, so Rock, like I said, you could check that out over on their YouTube channel, and that that it's a cool thing because you could kind of. I'm not sure if you could tell that this was like Fuji, Fujita's first, like go, just going into it a little bit before we get into the spoilers. Did right. you realize that, like, from reading Fujita's work on Beat Motion Chapter One, that this was his very first ever published manga? I would not have guessed it based on maybe on the story. It's not so surprising. I wouldn't have guessed it on the art, though, because it looks like it's, you know, it, it it didn't look like someone doing their first title. That's that's for sure. Yeah, and I think that it kind of shows that maybe like you and I like I said, I highly recommend you actually go out and watch the eight episodes. They're they're all kind of twenty minute long, but they right. do get a lot of feedback from all the judges because Fuji like Fujimoto, I think is a judge starting about episode two or three where he comes in and does a lot of judging. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could tell that like he took the feedback in, especially on the art side of things to like refine it i think it really does sh- kind of showing the artwork because the stuff they showed on the um on the show was a little bit more sketchy than, okay. than here so so i think you could tell like and fujita has a lot of good talent and like specifically in terms of taking in feedback i think you, you could tell that from the artwork yep yeah yep. yeah that's impressive yeah so uh, so yeah, I wanted to give you those details because I thought that was fun. Because usually when I go look for in- information on like manga updates or anime yeah. news network and stuff like that on on creators, I'll find oh they did a bunch of one shots. But then I was like oh this creator has done nothing. This is so weird. Like I was like oh he must have done some sort of one shot. But now he won a Shonen Jump competition. I'm not sure if they're going to do this yearly, but oh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting thing. And like I said, it, this, th- he won this back in 2021 and uh, okay. December of 2021. So it did take a, about a year to uh, like, yeah, a little over a year. Um, but he and we'll see Beat and Motion on Netflix, I think. Uh, I'm not sure when the anime is coming out because they haven't said it's coming in production, but he did get that promise of a anime on Netflix. Got it. So, nice. so again, like Netflix and Suisha seem do seem to have like some sort of partnership going oh, yeah. on right now. So. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. 
So we'll, we'll see how that turns out for them. But that gets us kind of into beat motion. Uh, chapter one, uh, um, like like I mentioned, we'll get into spoilers now where uh, for those who might not have read it, um, it starts off where like we get introduced to like an elementary school student called his name is Tatsuhiko, uh, where he he had dreams of being an animator. But when he uh, his other kids in the school catch on that, he's drawing like you and he's drawing like uh, one of the other students. They all call him like bully him and like even the girl that he was drawing calls him creepy. Uh, so that makes him like be reclusive about his art and says, I'm not going to share it with anybody. Um, eventually gets into like when he gets into middle school, he's still drawing, but then gets into music uh, thanks to a friend. But when he tries like while he loves falls in love with music and does music throughout high school and into college, he does quickly realize he has no talent for music and that like he and his band even have to pay like the venues to let them play. Um and like at some point in college, he just decides, you know what, this isn't the path for me. We just got to stop. And like he stops there, but he is re- really resentful for it uh, because it was like, oh, I thought I could um, because I was bullied as a kid about it. Being an animator, I tried to transition into music I didn't, and that didn't work out for me. So like dreams are nothing and all this stuff. So he decides to go to a party for it with some friends from college, gets drunk there and calls out even like one guy that's trying to become a light novelist and. And he calls him out like another woman at the party hears him say this and calls him a loser for calling out people's dreams, even pushes him into a street that almost gets uh, isekai'd uh, by being run over by a truck. But she saves him and says, I saved you, but you're still a loser and things like that because you and she's calling him a loser, not uh, because of just the way he's acting and calling out people's dreams and saying that that's nothing. And that makes you nothing for uh, doing something like that to a person. Um, And afterwards, Tatsuhiki, uh, Tatsuhiko uh, goes back home. Um, Still in a drunken state, he uh, finds a box of his old um, drawings and decides, you know what, I I should try and get back into it. So he spent some time getting back into drawing. He even creates an uh, animation that he uh, about that's two minutes that he puts on on a social media and that actually ends up going viral and it goes viral to a point where like some museum musician contacts him called nico and says hey i want you to do an animation for me that gets paired with my music can we meet up goes me tatsuhiko decides to meet up with nico and is surprised that nico turns out to be the same woman that like berated him uh several nights earlier and nico does not seem to um recognize him at all because she was probably drunk when she did that so she's just excited to meet Tatsuhiko and uh tells him hey I, I, I'm a musician Let, let's pair up for a music video that and you'll do the animation for me and that's where we end the chapter um Rock what did you think of uh, uh beat and motion chapter one um it was it was I think it what it it was solidly done like story-wise you get a clear look into Tatsuhiko's character. Uh, it's it's you get a lot. Uh, you cover a lot of ground. You cover a lot of years. I mean, you go from middle school all the way through to college, and I don't know if he's now he's he's still in college, but we don't we don't know where in college he is because I know yeah. he's college class and he's he's drawing. Yeah, and it's like even goes to like the network party for uh, yeah. for college, like one of the college clubs that he's likely in. Right. So he may be like maybe a junior or a senior in college now, maybe. 
Uh, but you cover a lot of ground in this opening chapter. It's it's you don't often see this much time covered in an opening chapter. So it's a lot you get. But what that does give you is a good sense of his background, um, his upbringing in that how he was treated in middle school has clearly impacted how he governs himself. You know, in college, when when he meets Nico, well, uh, when he runs in, he doesn't know she's Nico, but when she costs him when she's drunk after they're in the bar together, you understand his clear character arc, what got him from middle school when he was drawing, which made him stop, which made him lose hope, which made him lose his his dreams or his desire to chase his dreams, which made him kind of negative, which then brought him back around. <laughs> to this drunken encounter, which was the impetus for him to try to basically get reborn and pursue his dream as an animator, regardless of the failure rate. And so you get a clear story. I mean, you get a clear character arc just in the first chapter, Kevin, to the point where I kind of was like, uh, yeah, this is about what sixty nine ish, six ish, nine ish pages, something yeah. in that area. Yeah, something like that. And so I kind of got was like, well, I got a lot of character arc. <laughs> the character arc here. How long is this uh, manga gonna run? Like ten chapters, and then we're done? Because I felt like we moved the football pretty far down the field just with the first chapter. Um, yeah. And yeah, and I was gonna say that this kind of gets into mine, and it actually is um, not counting the the color cover. Um, it's 60, 63 pages. Um, okay. So you were right on right on that ballpark. Um, but yeah, I think this more so than a first chapter of a manga. It read more like the one shot that we would get, like the proto yes. one shot. Like yeah. I, Rock, I know you've probably read like proto one shots for other manga that, that like are the pitches that manga put out on like Shonen Jump to say, Hey, this is what a new series. Then they get greenlit and then they'd redo that one shot into the first chapter. Um, usually we'll keep the same elements, but then they'll redo it to like, yeah. sometimes not just focus on the main character, but introduce you to more like supporting characters and all that stuff. And that's really what this feels like where it's a one shot just converted, like put out as a, as a chapter one because really like you said it's just focused on tatsuhiko and um you get no idea what like of his world of like the the cast around him where like you don't we don't even see his like we see his parents like in one little shot but they don't get any dialogue yeah no they're just like added to be his motivation even like his bandmates that like his friend that introduces him into music like he gets like one line and then that's it and that's he's just background doesn't get any other lines Mm-hmm. Um, it's not until like really Nico that you feel like, oh, there's here's a person right here. Right. Um, yeah. Instead of just like a, a placeholder for mm-hmm. um, either pushing him towards his dream or against his right. dream and stuff like yeah. that. So I think that that is really where you what this most felt like is that it is a, a proto uh, pilot epi- uh, one shot that that uh, manga could, uh, would do for to pitch his idea instead of like a full fully i would i don't want to say fully developed because it does feel like this is fully developed in terms of the main character of tatsuhiko yeah but it's not it's not developed for hey what is the supporting cast what like really like the only supporting cast is dika which usually when when they do that on like a one shot that's usually setting up the two main characters 
And that's also setting up like that. They're probably going to be love interest to each other. And that's what this feels like that he's setting up at the, especially with how Nico's positioned at the very end where you could kind of tell she's probably going to become a love interest uh, for sure. Um, And so again, it's just one of those things where I just did definitely, that's what the feeling I got for from this. No, I totally agree. I mean, it was noticeable. I even was thinking about it halfway through the chapter. You know, I was like, Okay, well, the parents literally popped up in like two panels to buy him his peg bar, a really nice peg bar for his desire to be an animator. Yeah. They're gone. So really, they were there just for a couple of panels just to push him down the road of being an animator. His friends in middle school were just basically there for him to get bullied. And his I think it was or I think it was elementary school. Uh, I, I say I say that because elementary school, you could tell because he's not wearing yeah. a uniform. Then middle school, he's that's wearing right. like the middle school Japanese uniform, and then that's right going into that. So, so that, that's the only yeah. way I could tell because I've no, watched right. way too many. I've watched way too many anime and manga. <laughs> we read right. too many manga. But that's what they're there for. They're there for to crush his dreams for animating. They're there. Then the friends are there to get him into music. But they're not. They're not there for any of the. They're just there to push his character arc along. They're there for him to play the concerts. They're there for him to to kind of have a cynical view they're there then his friend who's the light novelist even you, you just see him in a couple of panels he's not it, he doesn't matter it's just there to show that that tatsuhiko has lost his hopes and his dreams and is kind of crushing everyone else's so even that character so none of the side characters matter and even nico you just get her at the very end you don't get a lot about her the little bit you get she's drunk and so you don't get a lot about that character either so you're right there's no there there's no supporting cast Anyone you see that's not named Tatsuhiko is just there to push out his impressive character arc. And I don't know anything about his world. No one does. I don't get a sense for the world at all because we don't. Again, it doesn't matter. This is all about Tatsuhiko's character. If you look at this as just. This is I'm focusing in on this one character and here's his character arc. That part is well done. You see his rising hope. You see it get crushed. You see him in the wilderness with the music. You see him becoming bitter and disillusioned. You see him then being reborn. And I love when he finds the peg bar. He's like, yes, I'm inspired. I remember all these drawings. And you see his parents again in his memory. So they come back into the loop. And then you see him at college and he's got his drawings and the students see it. And this time he proudly says, yeah, I draw. So, boom, you've now had the character Kevin, by almost the end of the very, very close to the end of the of the chapter, you've now had Tatsuhuki's character do a complete character arc from the very beginning, where he was told he was creepy for drawing and he'd never draw again. So, as far as that's concerned, well done. But, but to your point, Kevin, it does feel like I feel like I'm done. Like yeah. I story, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it does feel like a um a little bit rushed to get to back to Nico a little yeah. bit, where especially yeah, yes. like once like after his drunken rampage a little bit, uh, and then like Nico calling him out um as well. Like it feels like the end kind of catches up to uh Fujita of like saying, "Hey, okay, I need to show him quickly drawing," and mm-hmm. you don't really know how much time passes. I think that's where you don't not knowing how much time passes between everything. I think is the biggest fault to this. Yep. Um, Though I I do agree with you in terms of uh, Tatsuhiko's uh, character arc um, is really well done in terms of like, hey, you know what? Here's a when you're a little kid, you do dream up to be like a baseball player or some sort of athlete. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you run into something in childhood that not necessarily crushes your dream, but it says, you know what? Maybe that 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 is definitely not for me. 
then when you get into like middle school, high school time period, yeah. you do find something else you love. You decide to pivot usually to that. And sometimes you discover that as well, that that doesn't work out, but you keep trying because you're like, this is my new dream, right? I got to keep trying, trying, trying um, until a point where you're like, it's just costing me more money than it's worth, really. <laughs> and, that, that, and that's where Tatsuhiko gets you. Like, I have to pay a venue to let even my band play. That's, we know, like, maybe my bandmates don't know it, but I know that I, know. I am super, I'm super mediocre. Yeah. Um, and he even says the band should be named the Lamos. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and, and it kind of gets into how, like, you could tell that, like, his childhood, especially when, because his dream as an animator was crushed at he probably like as a musician, it was half hearted where he was like, Oh no, this is my new dream. But it was not really a dream because he was just doing it because he wanted to pivot, but he never fully invested in how do I improve? He was just like, I'm just going to do it. Cause um, one thing that we, we see is that as an like animator or just like an artist, he was really good at drawing and it was like, it came to him naturally. Um, whereas with music, it probably did not come to him naturally. And it was something that he needed to work with. And, um, I, that's one thing that I kind of wish that they would have got in more into in this first chapter where he, he got into music, but he wasn't passionate about it. He didn't invest the time into it. it that, and that's where like, because we rushed through everything, you don't get a sense of like, yeah, he put in a lot of effort into the music stuff mm-hmm. and he did want to make this his uh, new dream, but you don't really get that sense nope. from this whatsoever. Um, it does play into Tatsuhiko's um, arc, but I wish they would have, like, Fujita would have spent a little more time just showing it a little bit more of like, hey, he's just, he gets he gets booked for a like a concert or he he pays a place to play, but he's not really like maybe like scenes of him him and his band practicing in a garage and stuff like that. I think that would have helped out a lot, mm-hmm. um, or like him just but him just going there does kind of show that yeah he didn't really put in the effort so it makes me not care as much for his music direction when he yes. um, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But and I will say Fujita does turn it around when Sneeko comes in and says, Hey, like sees him being negative. I like that. Um, it really positions Nico well as somebody that understands it's not just about having talent, but also ha- putting in hard work. And she doesn't like people that, um, put other people's down because they're not putting in the same effort as other people like she understand and like it really does position her well as somebody that not only has passion for something but actually is invested in putting into hard work and is not up to uh, to somebody like Tatsuhiko when he's in his drunk uh, drunk state that putting other people's dreams and uh, aspirations down just because he's not willing to work as hard as them yep yep no it, it that part that part was 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 interesting. Uh, I'm I agree with you. It just you did you felt no connection to the whole mu- the whole musical part, which is by the way a substantial part of the chapter. The whole musical journey he's on, you get no sense of of it meaning anything to him. You get no sense of whether he puts any effort into it at all. In fact, he just seems like it's all a, it's all a joke from the very beginning. I don't even get where he even cares about it. it almost seems like he's doing it on a lark almost you know yeah and almost kind of like the well and it kind of goes into like the typical thing when you're in high school you're like oh yeah girls like musicians right this is gonna make me look cool and all that stuff and while with his artwork it didn't make him look cool and it made him be a shut-in and all this stuff um but and that kind of gets into of like where it would have been a good thing to just show him like with his supporting cast that they're not just faceless people and i Mm -hmm. think that's that's the biggest problem is that 
like there is really no supporting cast where like his friends from his band you don't get a sense of them at whatsoever even like the time like the time that we do spend with that right um and it is really just focused on satsuhiko where i, I kind of i do wish there was like a like at least one scene of him hanging out with his friends to get a sense of like how is he with other people before we see him in his drunk state because you don't really know what kind of person he is outside of being drunk with, with others yeah. um yeah. and i think that really does i think hinder the the perception of Tatsuhiko, what kind of person he is. Yeah. Uh, because all we really get to see him is in this negative drunken state. And that person's never fun to hang around with. And it makes you question, <laughs> like, why are these people hanging out with this guy that's apparently really just negative? Like, because even like when you get his inner, yeah. inner monologue of him being a musician, he's like, yeah, I wish we were called Lamos. Yeah, um, you're like, it's like everything in life, like in Rocky, uh-huh. I know you run into him a lot too. Of yep. That's yeah. usually people like, you're like, okay, we're, we're casual acquaintances and yes. we talk, but we really don't interact or our, our friends or anything like that. You, you can't, it's hard to be friends with Eeyore. Kevin. Yeah. It's very hard to be friends with Eeyore. It's or, yeah. Which another problem with this, because everything with the chapter one feels like it's a condensed uh, one shot because he's condensing so much into this one chapter. A lot of the work is being done by, is being carried by the exposition. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of show and I mean, it's a lot of tell and don't show. Yeah. A lot of it is. You're just relying on his exposition to to tell you everything you need to know rather than if this was not being tried to made like this one. If this was, you know, if chapter one was actually what we got over the course of 30 chapters, you could show them playing a, a show and no one being there and he's just kind mm-hmm. of a little withdrawn. But you can show it to us rather than having to tell us. Yep. We had to pay for the shows. Nobody showed up. We were lame. And we, it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of Tatsuhiko having to tell us things to move the story along. Cause it's a lot. And and that goes back into like the character interactions where even if the character interactions, we had a lot of, a lot of them, that's still a a way to show things where like his buddy tells him, Hey, do you have the money to pay for the venue that we're about to play at? And stuff like that of like him being hard on cash to play. And then like, Oh, he's hard up on cash. It, it makes it even more obvious of like why he would give up because if he, I was him, yeah, I would run out of money and like, oh yeah, I have part like, or he has a part-time job and he's struggling to make ends meet and stuff like that. Like little things like that mm-hmm. ingratiate the reader to, to Tatuhiko where yep. I think th- this chapter did a good job with in terms of like presenting an entire character arc, but it didn't yes. like, I don't think Tatuhiko comes off the best um and which i think is then also the intention here um because um but i i do kind of wish that at least they showed a little bit more of like why he would have some friends or like it it, it, is he like just pushing the idea like people will still want to be around him uh, Mm -hmm. and obviously they do but he's the one that's withdrawn and um because you also end up forgetting about his past as an animator very uh, the more deeper you get into this uh, into it and like you don't really remember that he is at, like he grew up wanting to draw until he finds those uh, drawings, um, which does kind of feed into the character arc a, a little mm-hmm. bit. But I think because you don't have the frame of reference of how he was like in regular life and you just get inner monologue the entire time. I think that's just that that really does hurt it where, like you said, it's really told rather than show where it should have been shown through like interactions he was having throughout his life. Yeah. Yep. Um, and again, it's just little things like that. Um, but I think really at the end of the day, um, what 
Nico is the character that most stood out to me, honestly, and the character I I enjoyed the most, even for her how um short of a time she she was in in this chapter because she is this person that you know what yeah she is the one that's going to push Tatsuhiko and I think it's she's the right balance for for him mm-hmm. um and I, I do like that she even calls him out of being like yeah you're not a hard worker you're mm-hmm. and kind of setting up another character arc for Tatsuhiko where he has a lot of talent for art, but he doesn't know how to improve himself because he doesn't know how to put into effort. And I think that's yeah. um, a story I kind of wish this first chapter would have done more of, like where he's a, a very talented individual when it comes to mm-hmm. art, like artwork and also like animation. But one thing that he struggles with is actually putting in the hard work because of like his childhood past of when he did put in the effort as a kid, those bullies and that girl that called him creepy really got into his head yeah. Um. That and he kind of grew up not really knowing what hard work means, and I'm yep. and that's why like Nico stands out even more. Of like, she is somebody that you could tell she's talented, almost likely a talented musician, but she is pro- more likely someone that puts in a lot of work to yeah. be talented. And right. I like that she, she's not just ta- like talented in in that way, but she also has like a nice hyper person like char- character where she like is she seems like when she's not drunk, she's very positive. Um, so it makes it, it makes an interesting dynamic for maybe when when we do see her drink a little bit and like they go out and hang out a, later on too, like where you kind of see two different types of people with her. Right. Yeah. I I wish they'd. I, I would. I agree with you. I wish they had really focused more on this guy that Tatsuhiko has real legit big time talent. He's just lacking the confidence. He's lacking the the drive to put in the hard work, and that's what derails him for so long but we don't really get over that he's got talent at the very beginning we do get little it's literally one panel where the teacher compliments his animation and we immediately have tatsuhaki tatsu hiko saying that i'm sure he's just being polite and it's like that's all we got to try to establish that he had any talent at all so at so for the rest of the the rest of the chapter i'm like Mm -hmm. well this guy's just a schmuck who has no ability and no drive like, yeah. That's not appealing character traits at all to have no ability and no drive. I mean, you got to have one of the two, right? Yeah. You got to be like Johnny work hard, even if you lack talent or you can have super talent. You got to learn how to work hard. You know what I mean? But you can't. Yeah. You can't well, and it, it kind of gets into the thing of like, it, I, I guess it could work for a manga television show and stuff like that, where we right. usually you also have like this uh, protagonist have some sort of superpower, even if it's not like an actual superpower of like yeah. being a prodigy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But because he does seem to be able to come up with the animation very quick that goes viral mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But you don't see any like criticism or like say, hey, it's rough, but it's cool. And that's why I'm sharing right. it. Like even right. that, like like the because it does seem like it's like a Twitter type social media where yeah. I would have liked it. It's like, hey, this is like even somebody saying because we see this online all the time. Hey, you know what? This is actually pretty good for an amateur or this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is actually really cool that somebody was able to put this out online and do it. It's a DIY project of like one mm-hmm. person animating um, and people share it that way where, oh, yeah, he still has talent, but um, it doesn't get into of like how he didn't seem to be drawing on like throughout middle school or high school mm-hmm. and into college. And he just picked this up and usually you're rusty with that. Um, but it's the, it doesn't seem like he's rusty at all. And it just gives him a, the idea of like, yeah, he was a prodigy and it's always with him. Um, mm-hmm. So, again, it, it's one of those things where I think the world building wasn't the best in beat that motion. Mm-hmm. But I could see where this has all the elements, I think, for a good slice of life uh, manga. 
Um, it just needs to be refined more. And that's kind of what I would hope in future chapters. Um, it, it is something that Lynn, as the editor, works with Fujita on, like refining the story a little bit. Hey, we got to introduce more supporting cast members because I think having a good supporting cast member is going to be a make or break for, for the series because that's what will make for, and break it for any, especially slice of life uh, manga mm-hmm. is like you do need a good supporting cast because usually they are more of the drivers yeah. of the story than the main character. Whereas the, like while he's the perspective, um, you do need a fun like Nico, like Nico can't be the only one. Like you, you got to sh- introduce another like friend or acquaintance from college. And you, and like I said, you do have the college setting where college is a great place Perfect. to be like, just introduce a wide variety of characters. Yes. That's not just like the people you, you live around. You can introduce people yeah. from all over the city and things like that. So that is something I do hope that Fujita in the future chapters does tap into um, for this. Cause I think that that could make this slice of life uh, manga work. Yeah, and I did. I didn't. I, the other thing I wasn't thrilled about with Tatsuhiko's character was that at the end when he's about to meet Nico, and I guess this is probably a trope that's common. It just doesn't work with me. So it's not this. Like a lot of mangas do this, but he has. He's like, I'm gonna meet Nico. And he, he's got. She calls him. She's looking. He's looking at his phone. She's calling him, and she's like, I loved her ever since junior high. And again, the timeline was murky for me, Kevin. So I'm like, well, hold on. Is she a child star who became an adult star? Is she older than him? That threw me off a little bit. And that because she doesn't seem older than him. So I guess she's a child star who became a, a star as an adult. And then he goes, what if I really get to marry her someday? And I'm like, where did this come? We're ta- what? Marriage? Like This came out of nowhere to me. Like, I. I never heard of this character until like a page ago. And now we're talking about marriage. It just seemed like it was too much for me. And I know it's a trope. Well, so it's not well, like it's this story uh, that does it. You know what I mean? But like for me, I'm just like, I hate I, this guy even more now. <laughs> well, I, that, that actually makes things funnier because I I forgot about that because I didn't really catch that because I kind of was speeding through that that part a little bit. Right. Uh, and you mentioned that it also makes me kind of think of like, has he never seen a picture of Nico before? Yeah. Right. Like if she's that famous, like he didn't know he was because he even the surprise that she's she's a woman, she's like right and there. so like so he should have kind of known when she was like when he met at the party too. I was like, oh, you're Nico. So that, her. I again, and, and I think that he loves. <laughs> and I think that's that's one instance where it's like maybe that's something where it wasn't needed. Where he it could have been changed to be like, oh, I get to meet a, new, a musician that's interested right. in me being the animator yes. instead of being like, yeah. okay. You know what? I'm gonna give myself a shot because like this is the first yeah. person that reaches out. Like, yeah. there's ways to alter that without Absolutely. making Nico this big figure, and I think that Otherwise, he recognize her. Yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> and, and would and would know that she's fe- and that she's female instead of right. like I because mean, it, it it does seem like he thinks it's a guy. Like when when they meet when they meet, right? Yeah. So it's, I just I don't know. <laughs> and again, I think that that just goes into like. This does read like a one shot instead of like a uh-huh. chapter one for a new yeah. series. Right. Um, and I, I really do hope that like future chapters, like with Lynn kind of just helps uh, Fujita because Lynn has a lot of experience, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. of editing Spike's family, Chainsaw yep. Man, yep. knows what a really successful manga, including Slice yeah. of Life manga, when it comes to just character interactions, because mm-hmm. both Spike's family and Chainsaw Man have a lot of great interactions yeah. of just the core characters. It's not the action. It's really the char- core character relationships understands, hey, we got to have like the main character. Okay, he could be 
he could be a loser like Den- Denji is over in Chainsaw yep. Man, but yep. we we're going to have such strong supporting characters that they lift up the main character to be interesting as well. And I think that's what this series does feel like. Tatsuhiko kind of does feel like a little bit like Denji of like, yeah, yeah he needs a really strong supporting cast because or yep. else if it's just the Denji show, it's yep. not going to be as fun for nope. it could only be fun for so long. And that's right. what this feels like where, OK, the. I got enough of Tatsuhiko here. Let me get a supporting cast. Like Nico's a good start, but mm. really need more people, like more people to just make this series lift the entire series up, not just yeah. Tatsuhiko. Uh, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, and you got into it a little bit, but what, like knowing that this is kind of Fujita's first um, manga series, what did you think of like the art style? Like as you were reading it, did like, did you catch that? Like that he, this was his first thing that he worked on. No, I was very impressed with the artwork that actually that that's what surprised me the most when you told me this is the first work ever for Fujita. I was like, wow, because the art did not give the impression, at least it didn't give the impression to me, Kevin, that Fujita was a brand new mangaka at doing their first product. I, I, I was really surprised by that. The art, I thought the art was very well done as I was reading it. I even thought like, man. You know what? I may I may have some quibbles with the, the story, but I'll tell you what. The first chapter, the art came out the gate looking really good, which is not the case for a lot of manga that we read. Uh, the, the facial expressions for all the characters were really well done, which is important, obviously, for more of a slice of life story. You got to have good character expressions. That's super important. But even, you know, a lot of the uh, uh background looks nice when they're in the street while he while they're having their drunk argument uh when he gets pushed toward the truck that has a lot of dynamic motion and excitement to it uh the city looks cool in that in that uh, scene um in general the big Mm. pretty double page splash shot you get of the various animals as he's really embracing animating near the end i thought was really the art is very good it's it's much better than you would expect someone doing their first manga. Yeah, and, and, and you could tell that uh, Fujita did spend a lot of like time, like especially like the year since he got uh, won the uh, yeah. million tag competition to refine the artwork to make sure it looks as good as possible. And um, that that's really where I could sense that. Oh yeah, the year of development that yeah. the manga got was mm-hmm. like he was refining his art a lot, and and it and it does show that like he. Went from the middle and tag where he was pitching that stuff and yep. uh, took in all the feedback that he got from that and how valuable that competition probably was to get feedback from, Fu- from the, the likes of Fujimoto and yeah. and also Kaku of like, oh, yeah, these people, they're masters at this. I'm going to take this in. And like, I, I, I like that a lot. And like it, it because it even tricked me of like once we got to the trunk uh part of like he almost got run over by the truck yeah yeah uh, like i was gonna be like oh are, is this gonna turn into an isekai i was like uh, like <laughs> for a moment i was almost like oh this is gonna be an isekai manga because right. that's become the rage but right like it was a, a good uh swerve there of like no that this is gonna be a slice of life and i, right. I thought that was that did add into the funny and i think the artwork did a really good job yeah g- giving you the idea like at least me the idea of mm-hmm. the, being like oh this is the isekai but playing into the tropes because especially because that's kind of the rage right now of like of things definitely definitely but yeah outside of that rock are you going to give uh chapter two a try or do you think this is not not for you not for you really yeah i'm gonna tap out at this point i kind of feel like i got a one and done story Mm -hmm. and um 
not not uh, not enough there to bring me back for more. Mm -hmm. I would say that maybe the story doesn't click for me on this one, but the art's so good. If Fujio was to come out with another manga, I would happily try it. Yeah. And maybe, you know, again, you write one manga, you get some experience on how to write storytelling. He, he just might be more advanced in the art than he is the storytelling at this point in his career. That I mean, that that's not unusual either. Yeah. You know, some people advance in different areas first, and maybe he gets a story, he gets, you know, a title under his belt, and the second one, the story's a little better. He learns from his, you know, from mistakes. That's how we learn and grow. This yeah. brand new mangaka. I mean, yeah, I want to cut him some slack. He is brand new, okay? So I don't want to judge him too harshly. It's not fair. So I would definitely hop in for a, a second title uh, if he learns kind of, if this is his learning ground and he does a second one, I'd be more than happy to jump on that one. But for this one, I think he needs to cut his teeth and I don't know if it's really going to be for me. Yeah, and I, uh, for for me, I'm kind of following a similar. I'm going to try chapter two just because I want to see what happens after, mm -hmm. especially seeing how he does with just 22 pages compared to 64 pages. Yep. Um, yep. I do have like that interest to try out chapter two, but I am on the boat of like, yeah, maybe I'll tap out. This doesn't seem like it's going to be a manga for me, really, just because the main character didn't click for me as yeah. much as I thought he would. Agreed. Because um, when I initially, like, especially reading it a, a second and third time, yeah. like, the character didn't click to me as much as the first time. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think it's, it, it's a good to see like Shonen, uh, especially like in terms of translating in English, uh, showing that, Hey, we do get a variety of not, it's not just one piece in my hero academia. We do have like a uh, slice of life. And I'm glad that Swaysha is bringing those over to us as well. Cause we're, we just saw um, last week where we had the stand for salvation that got published on not not vi the viz or showing jump sites but on manga plus uh -huh. that swish is at least bringing these things over and translating them as well which i think is a good thing because we're seeing more of the variety that jump plus that we don't we haven't gotten to see normally um at least in the single chapter releases like we'll see those in volumes but i'm glad that we're getting these type of single chapters just to show hey we got the a slice of life manga too that if for people that are interested in a little bit more variety because we we do have like i know we have akane banashi we have blue box and stuff like that that um we, we've been getting a lot more that have been have done actually really well for them um and then so i'm glad that trying that out and i will try out um chapter two just because i'm curious to see how he does with 22 chapters but i wasn't as impressed as i was hoping for for this but i do understand as as like a first trial uh, I'm excited to see how F Fujita evolves because this is a really good first shot. I think it's just going to take some storytelling refinement um, to get into this or like a future manga that he does as well. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. Awesome. Well, Rock, thank you again for joining me on this episode. Uh, this was a good time. I was glad I was able to surprise you with some fun facts for this and like <laughs> uh, talk about a manga. I know usually you don't get into it. It was, it was uh, good talking to you about this. Awesome. Thanks, Kevin. All right. Have a good and and thank thank you everyone for joining us. And I hope you guys all have a good rest of your day.